0: Hello, and welcome to the Nothing to Play podcast, a shitty podcast about video games, movies, and the trials and tribulations of life. I am your host, Justin Time Carter, and you know, thanks for tuning in. This is first episode of the podcast. This is going to be a, a weekly, I'm going to try to make it a weekly podcast where I kind of just talk about movies I've been watching, video games I've been playing, and just different bullshit that, you know, goes on in life, you know? So, recently, I've been on a bit of a giant monster movie binge. Uh, I went and saw Crawl in theaters a couple weeks ago, and it was really good. And if you don't know what Crawl is, it's a movie that takes place in Florida where a woman is going to... There's a hurricane coming, and she needs to go to her parents' house to see if her dad evacuated and turns out he's knocked unconscious in the basement and there's an alligator and the basement begins flooding because of the hurricane and so now the alligator can swim around and he's injured and it's a really good movie if you haven't seen it if you're a fan of the genre I know some people who went and saw it and they didn't like it and I'm like they were like oh I just laughed at it the entire time I'm like well yeah no shit you laughed at it the entire time like if you go into a giant monster movie like that and you expect to come out like you just saw fucking inception yeah you're gonna be disappointed but if you set the precedence that you're going in that yeah you know it's a fucking movie about alligators maiming people to death like i don't know what you expect out of it but it was really good it was had its funny moments um And ever since I saw that movie, I've kind of been on this binge of, you know, giant monster movies. Like after watching that really made me want to watch Deep Blue Sea with Samuel L. Jackson, where they genetically enhance sharks and make them smarter to help cure Alzheimer's. And in doing so the sharks become so smart that they begin hunting the scientists down and killing them, so that's a classic. And then there was a sequel that came out a year ago to that, and that movie was awful. I mean, the only resemblance between it and the first one is the fact that it had a 2 slapped on its name, which I don't even understand why it was con- technically considered a sequel to that movie. But I guess they, you know, no one else was using the name Deep Blue Sea anymore, so they just wanted to make a quick buck. By using a name of a movie that was kind of popular, I guess, in the late 90s. Um, So yeah, that was shitty. And then speaking of shitty, I've also been watching the Sharknado movies, which I've never seen. And did not realize that there's actually six of these fucking things. Um, I'm only three in. And so far, they've gotten... Each movie has gotten gradually more ridiculous than the first. Which, when the first movie is about a tornado filled with sharks, the fact that there's five more movies that can potentially get more ridiculous than that seems pretty insane. But So those have been a trip. And I also watched 47 Meters Down, which is another shark movie about two girls who go to Cabo or somewhere somewhere in Mexico and do the where you get in a cage and they drop you underwater to look at sharks and the winch on the boat ends up malfunctioning and drops them 47 meters into the ocean and they have to sit there and try and get out while only having a limited amount of oxygen and of course there's sharks down there and other shit happens so... That was pretty good. That was actually surprisingly good. Like, I didn't really have any sort of expectations about it going into it. And the uh, last half hour of the movie really sold me on it. But, um... So, yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of what I've been watching lately. Um, Mm -hmm. Video game-wise, I picked up Fire Emblem Three Houses for Nintendo Switch. Just came out recently. And that game is really good i'm a huge fan of the fire emblem series i mean i've played the first one i ever played was on the game boy advance which is considered the first one in the u.s really it's like something like the fourth one or something because originally it was a series that never came over here and then for what they brought the fourth one over here and it wouldn't make sense to really call it fire emblem 4 since the previous three were never here, so they renamed it just the Fire Emblem. But it's a good game. And then I played the DS ones and stuff, and then got, I have the 3DS one, uh, Conquest, but I haven't actually played it. But this one for Switch is really good, though. A lot of, like, graphically, it's beautiful. The anime cutscenes are really nice. Um, they added a lot of... Uh, elements that like persona has and stuff where you kind of have this overworld now where you actually kind of run around in third person and you're a professor at this academy so you kind of run around and have these little side quest things you have to do and collect stuff that are like lost items to give back to the students and raise your professor level and you do skirmishes and fishing and gardening and cooking so all that stuff's really cool. I'm all about that. And I kind of thought going into it when I realized that it had these elements in it that I was like, "Man, this is I was like this is really cool, but I kind of felt like, man, this is going to get really monotonous after a while of, you know, I just want to fight like and then I have to do all these side quests and I'm like, "Man, I was like this is probably going to get old really fast, but I'm about I'd say I'm about a third of the way through the game, and so far, I'm not sick of the I actually look forward to the side quest part. Like, those are some of my favorite parts in the game, is getting to do the side quests. So, I'm actually surprised that I haven't gotten sick of that yet. But, it's really good. really like it. I also picked up Super Mario Maker 2 for the Nintendo Switch, which... I was a really big fan of Mario Maker 1 on the Wii U, but I just never really played my Wii U, so it didn't get a lot of the love it deserved from me. So having it on the Switch is really nice because you can kind of just pick it up and go and bring it with you. So that's really nice and I like it. They added some new elements and like a story mode and stuff like that to the game, which I know a lot of people didn't pick up the first one because they were like, oh, you know, I don't really have any interest in building levels, I just want to play levels. So this was kind of a nice way for those people to get a taste of the game if they didn't really feel like building levels. But I mean, you can play other people's levels, so I don't really see the complaint. But the story mode was nice, it was short, but it was sweet. Um, What else have I been playing? I mean that's pretty much it for I mean what I've been playing. I mean I play Yu-Gi-Oh! on the phone, which I have for since the game came out a couple years ago, but that's kinda just a little time killer. But there's a new Yu Gi Oh game coming out later this month for the Switch that I'm looking forward to where it kinda brings together all the different like Yu Gi Oh, GX 5Ds, V-Rains, Zeal, whatever the fuck else, (laughs) Axum. It brings together, like, all those Yu-Gi-Oh universes into one game, which, I mean, I don't really give a shit about anything pretty much past GX, but you know, it's still cool. I mean, I can't imagine I'm really gonna be Link summoning or anything, but It'll still be nice to kind of have a game that's not, like, a mobile microtransaction-heavy, like, an actual Yu-Gi-Oh! game. Where, hopefully, like, I don't know if you ever played any of the older Yu-Gi-Oh! games for, like, Game Boy and stuff where or PlayStation where you could, like... Because Yu-Gi-Oh! cards in the bottom left corner have, like, an 8-digit code on each card and in the Yu-Gi-Oh games you were able to put in that code and actually get a uh, copy of the card so that was pretty cool even though you could only use it once it was still like you could get one copy of that card though which was really nice so it's like cool you can get a blue eyes but I think that's pretty much all I've been playing um I'm sorry my my cat fucking Oswald is, he was banging on the door trying to get in here while I was trying to record, so it was making a lot of noise, and then I fucking had to open the door to let him in, and now he's, of course, just rubbing his fat fucking face all over me and trying to get in my lap and just be in my business and trying to hit the microphone with his tail and face, and I'm just not about that life right now, but... Um, In the future, too, on this podcast, I'm looking to have some guests and stuff. I have some friends that I'd really like to bring on the podcast, which will probably make the podcast a lot more interesting, having like an actual exchange of people going back and forth instead of just me sitting in my walk-in closet by myself talking, which I'm sure isn't the most entertaining thing, but I also know it's the first episode. I've never done a podcast before either which is probably why listening to this is probably pretty cringy and if you've honestly made it this far I commend you cause I fucking hate like I don't know what it is when you listen to like your voice when it's like recorded when it's not coming out your mouth but like anytime I've ever left a voicemail or something and had to like listen to myself I was like oh god do I I was like do I really fucking sound like that it's awful um but i'm going to try to get better but i'm going to try to get better you know at doing this and you know i'm still a little stiff you know and a little nervous and whatever else but over time i think you know i'll as i loosen up you know it'll feel a little more natural i guess and having another person on the podcast i think will help with that too instead of just me talking into the microphone by myself, but, um, but yeah, besides that, not too much else has really been going on, um, I had a couple, a couple incidents a couple weeks ago where I have, I have four Huskies, I have Bunny and Sarah, who are mom and dad, and then I have Rex and Atlas, who are son and daughter, because they had a litter of nine, and we ended up keeping two. So I have four dogs. Um, Bunny and Sa- They're all Siberian Husky. Bunny and Sarah are about, I say about four years old. Yeah, four years old because Atlas and Rex just turned two. So I had an incident, though, like when Sarah was a puppy... She used to, she was the fucking worst, like, bunny crate training, a breeze, like, bunny was a natural when it came to sitting in his crate, waiting, Sarah was fucking horrible, like, she would piss and shit in her crate, and at the time, we were living on the third story at this apartment complex, and it was just, uh, I'd come home from work, and it was just piss shit city and it's like she would shit and then piss which would then get the shit all wet and then she'd step in it and sit in it and because you're on the third floor in an apartment like what the fuck am i supposed to like i can't just like now that i have a house like you know i can like hose the crates off or like do whatever but when you're on the third floor apart there's no hose. There's no, there's no just taking him out in the, I can't just even throw Sarah in the backyard and take care of it because there is no backyard, there's a balcony, and so that's what I'd have to do is I'd have to sit there and take Sarah's pissed, shit covered body out of the crate and run her into the bathroom in the hall and give her a bath real quick and then get her all clean and then sit there and then take her crate out onto the patio and using a roll of paper towels and some cleaning spray, just sit there and clean her crate by hand, which was, I don't know if you've ever tried to clean diarrhea up with a paper towel, but it's fucking shitty, I can tell you that much. And I'd use like an entire roll of paper towels just trying to scoop fucking liquid shit in my hands and can't recommend it. But now that I have a house, it's a lot nicer. Um, when accidents like that do happen, at least I can just drag the crate out into the front yard and just blast it with my pressure nozzle and clean it instead of having to use paper towel. One time we ran out of paper towels when we were living at the apartment. That was awful. Luckily we lived across the street from an Albertsons, so I had to literally run across the street to Albertsons to buy a pack of paper towels so that I could clean the crate. But but yeah, back to my story. So I came home and like one of the worst feeling because we come in, you know, we park in the garage and then there's like a laundry room between the garage and the dining room where you kind of enter. And one of the worst feelings in the world, at least for me, is coming home. And as soon as you open that garage door to come in the house and you enter the laundry room. And that smell of shit just hits your nostrils. It's like the most defeating feeling of you just know. Like you're like, oh, fuck. You're like, someone shit their crate. And then you open the door from the laundry room into the dining room. And you just, just hits your nostrils like a fucking flash grenade. And you're just like, oh my god. And then of course the whole house stinks. And it's even worse when the shit is not completely contained in the crate, like, and it's like, I can't even be mad at, like, like, Sarah, Like it's like, sometimes, like, you know, we live in Arizona, like, this time of year when it's summer, it's like 115 out, it's not like they can be outside all day, so they have to be in their crate, and it's like, you know, if someone has an upset stomach, you know, they're sitting in that crate for, like, eight hours of the day, like, I can't blame it, if you gotta go, you know, you can hold it for as long as you can, but when the seal breaks, the seal breaks, and all fucking hell comes out. And sometimes it's not. Sometimes Sarah will shit in the middle of the crate, and sometimes she fucking tries to like shit in the corner of the crate, which seems like the smart choice. But then, of course, it's like pouring out the bars all over the floor, and then so it's like now not only do I need to clean the crate, but now I have to actually like fucking scoop shit up off the floor and get the, you know pledge it and use the Swiffer Sweepers and clean it up with my little lavender scented Swiffer Sweeper pad so it doesn't reek of shit in the house and light three Bed Bath and Beyond, <laughs> Bed Bath and Body Works two completely different stores and light a bunch of Bath and Body Works candles to try and like mask the smell of standing diarrhea but that was a couple weeks ago, so luckily I haven't had to deal with that recently. But, uh, but, uh, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, I almost, it's happened to me so many times since we've had the dogs, where on the way home from work, I kind of get this little bit of panic in my stomach. Like, I'm just like, God, I really hope. Like, every time when I open the garage door now, I have this little sense of panic where I'm just like, God, I really hope when I open this door, it doesn't smell like shit, because nothing's worse, like, nothing is worse than working eight hours at a fucking job, and then you come home, and it's like, you know, when I come home, it's like, work, I mean, I'm off the clock, but it's like, I'm never off the clock, because I have four fucking dogs that need food, attention, and love, and then I have to, like, do, either do dishes, help cook, which then leads to more dishes, which is a never-ending circle, and we also have a cat, and he needs attention and love and fucking bullshit. And so, you know, come home and do that, and then it's like I have game stuff to... I have game stuff to work on, and... Some nights I don't even get to do that Because by the time like 8.30 hits I'm just fucking spent Like I'm like I just want to Lay down You know go lay down in bed Pop on the old YouTube Put on some uh, Indian massage or ASMR Videos you know in Indian barbers I'm about that life You know and so I'll watch Some of that and like four minutes of that and I'm out um I also like to watch uh sometimes I mean that's not a joke I do watch the like Indian barber slash massage uh ASMR videos and I watch a lot of uh chiropractic videos too like I find those very relaxing and I'll just pop one of those bad boys on for about four or five minutes, and I'm out, I'll be, like, sitting there falling asleep watching the video, and then end up dropping my phone on my chest, and it'll scare me awake, and then I'll watch a couple more minutes, and then fall asleep, and then drop my phone on my chest, and then it'll scare me awake, and then I'll watch another four minutes, and then I'll drop my phone on my chest, and then it'll scare me awake, and then sometimes sometimes it doesn't scare me awake, and then I wake up, and my phone's off and it's at like 4% and you go into the YouTube history and there's like eight videos that it says that I watched that I have no recollection of ever watching and that's a a nightly routine that I end up going through and yeah I mean I mean that's pretty much it for the most part I know in the future Um, you know, I want the podcast. Most podcasts are usually about an hour long and stuff like that. But, you know, with it just being the first podcast, you know, I don't really have a lot planned. And that's kind of what I wanted for this podcast is I kind of just want to go in blind, like just kind of talk about whatever, kind of do whatever, you know, no real outline or anything like that to go off of. So can just kind of let the conversation flow from one thing to another without really having any given schedule or planning behind it. But um, in the future, I mean, I feel like an hour, most podcasts are about an hour. So I figure that's kind of where this will fall is about that hour timeline. For this first one, it's probably going to end up being just about half an hour, which is fine. For being the first podcast, I mean, I don't even know what I'm saying at this point, if I'm being really honest, but I mean, it took me multiple tries just that I probably restarted recording this about 30 times because one, I couldn't even remember the name of the podcast multiple times, which is a very rookie move, which I feel had more to do with nerves than me just being a dumbass. And then Oswald kept pulling on the closet door that I'm recording in. And so I was like, oh, fuck. So I just was like, well, yeah, I'm only seven minutes in. So let me just scrap that and just start again. So I did. And I had to leave the door open now so that he could come in and out and not try and pull the door off with his fucking stupid cat claws. So hopefully the sound quality is not that bad. But, yeah, you know, for the most part, I think this went well. Uh, I have a... I created a Twitter and a Facebook for the new podcast. So if you want to follow it, it's going to be... At N2P Podcast for Twitter. And then Facebook.com slash N2P Podcast for nothing to play. And I think, you know... That's going to about wrap it up for this week's. Um, I'm hoping, I don't know about the next episode, but about maybe episode two or three, I'm going to try to get a special guest. I have a couple people I know that I definitely want to get on the podcast. And then, you know, once I kind of get a couple episodes deep and a little more comfortable with it, I might, you know, open the doors to bringing... People who aren't just immediate friends and stuff like that on the podcast because I'd feel pretty embarrassed, you know. Right now, be like, "Oh yeah, bro, come on my podcast," you know, and legit interview someone or do something and just it completely flop like this. So yeah, so I think that's gonna about wrap it up for this week. So thank you for tuning in to the Nothing to Play podcast and.